All right, hello, senior youth. I've missed you guys. I went on holidays, I went to juniors for a while. I've been everywhere but here, and I'm really glad to be with you guys tonight. Um, so we're not going to just work through that passage tonight. We're actually kind of um, doing a, a series uh, on confidence, um, confidence to do with Christian stuff. Uh, and tonight we're thinking about this question. Aren't all religions basically the same? But before digging into that, I want to show you some memes I saw this week, because who doesn't love sharing what they've been looking at on the internet? Here's the first one. I've never been skydiving, but I've zoomed in really on Google Earth really, really fast, so basically, same thing, right? Yeah? All right, that's all right. Next one. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy Nutella, and that's basically the same thing. It's also insightful stuff. Uh, now, now there's that, but there's also just guinea pigs and pumpkins. This is is pretty good. <laughs> Basically the same thing. I particularly like that, actually. And there's one last one, this little gem right here. Food pyramid next to a piece of pizza. Pretty much the same thing, close enough at least. Now, I should point out we're meant to feed you guys pizza for dinner, and the person who was doing it didn't quite do it. So, sorry if you're hungry. Who's hungry? I'm hungry. Yeah. Um, don't tell your parents I said this, but if you can find a way to get to McDonald's with some friends and get back with some food, feel free to eat that. There you go. All right. Um, there's some memes. That's all fun, right? Now, <laughs> uh, lots of people will say, though, actually, that religions in the end are actually all basically the same thing. People will say that about religion, that they're just the same. Now, of course, we all know that they're not literally the same in every single way, right? So, uh, but what they'll say is when you boil it down... They're basically on about the same thing. All the religions in the world, they're kind of on about the same thing. So, sure, they're different, but they're all chasing after the same God in the end. Um, but just kind of finding different paths to that God. They use different names and have different practices and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's the same truth and it's the same God who stands behind them all. So, check out this picture up on the screen here, right? Uh, this is an example that's been used by lots of people um, People to say something pretty profound, actually. The idea is this. Basically, they say this elephant, right, is a little bit like God. So, the elephant is God, and the people in the picture are a bit like us, kind of blindly looking for God in the world. And so, in the picture, one person kind of reaches out with their blindfold on, and they touch the tusk of the elephant, and they're like... It's a spear, it's got to be a spear. And then another person's got like their arms around the leg and they're like, guys, 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 it's clearly a tree, I can feel it, like this thing is a tree. Someone else is on the side of it and they're like, it's a wall, it's a leathery wall, you know, and, and, and then you've got the person on the tail like, it's a rope, it's a rope. And then the guy on the trunk's freaking out because he's convinced it's a snake and so the story goes, right? Now, all the different religions, they say, are kind of grasping after God and from one part of another of God, they're all kind of making a truth claim about God. You know, God's an elephant, God's a snake, whatever, you know. Um, now, in the end, all the religions are all kind of searching for the same God and they've all gotten a piece of Him right kind of from their perspective. And so it's silly to fight about what it is in the end because we're all dealing with the same God, just kind of touching and reaching after different parts of Him, just from different perspectives. Now, this idea that this is what religion is like, I reckon it's appealing. It's appealing for a bunch of reasons. No one gets it right or wrong in the end. We've all kind of found God in our own way, according to this idea. It's also kind of a more humble way of thinking about your religion. Not, not claiming to be completely right, 
but just saying I've found God through my own particular perspective. Here's the question though, is that right? Are all religions, you know, behind it all, behind the scenes, basically the same thing? If they are different, particularly, what's so unique about Christianity? That's where we're headed tonight. Are religions all basically the same? And if they're not, well, what's so special about Christianity? I want to pray for us that we'd tackle this question well tonight. And we're going to look at the Bible and look at some other stuff together. So let's pray. Father God, I pray that tonight you would give us humility. I pray that we wouldn't presume to just be right. Um, I pray that we'd be able to see things from other people's perspectives and, and have a... Yeah, have the humility to admit when there's a possibility that we've been wrong in the way we've thought. I pray as well tonight, Lord, that um, we would discover truth. Um, I pray that you would reveal yourself clearly to us and help us wrestle with this question tonight. Amen. All right, well, here's the first little building block. Here's the first thing I want you guys to see about this question, and it's this. Different religions, believe it or not, massively contradict each other. They absolutely contradict each other. So let me take you through a few examples from things that aren't Christianity, right? Um, And show you how they contradict. So for example, look at what Islam says in the Quran about what God is like. This is what Islam says. It says, there is only one God. There is no God save Allah. So Islam says, one God only. In contrast to that, Hinduism has... 330 million different gods that they worship, okay? So, in one place, you've got people following Islam saying, there is only one God. Hinduism says there is 330 million gods. Well, yeah, those two things can't both be true at the same time. One of those two people have got to be wrong. You, you, that's just, just an absolute contradiction. Can't be true at the same time. Let's compare some other ideas. Buddhism is actually a really hard thing to nail down as to what it actually believes, but it still says some concrete kind of things about truth. And so, for example, in Buddhism, we'll go to the next slide, they have this thing called the, um, the wheel of life, right? And, they, and what they teach is that when you die, you get reincarnated and sometimes you get reincarnated in different realms and it's all really complicated. But the bottom line is they say, when you die... You get reborn again and that keeps on happening and you just keep on cycling through this wheel of life. Let's compare that with another world religion, Christianity. Christianity says very clearly that after you die, you do not get reborn again into another life. It says that you go to heaven or to hell. And so have a look up on the screen. So what Jesus says, Jesus says, people, then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. It says you're going to go to one of two places, heaven or hell, not reincarnated. And so reincarnation and then heaven and hell, both of those things can't be true at the same time. It's just, it's physically impossible for people to die and for both of those things to happen at the same time. It just can't work like that. It's like saying, what are you doing this weekend? And your dad says, you're flying to New Zealand and your mum says, you're staying here. Those two things can't happen at once. You can't go to different places at the same time after you die. It's just, it's mutually exclusive that both of those things could be true at the same time. 
See, I think people like to think of religion a little bit like it's a kind of a matter of preference, right? So I like Pepsi, you like Coca-Cola or whatever, we can disagree on that and have our opinions, it's just your personal preference. But that's not really the realm that religion lives in. It's, it's more like a discussion about where is Brisbane? Where's Brisbane? One person says Brisbane, it's in Victoria. Another person says, no, 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 Brisbane's in New South Wales. Another person says it's in Queensland. Now, they could all be wrong, well, of course, we know where Brisbane is, but they can't all be right about where something is, right? It's got to be one of those places. It can't be all at once. Let's come back to that idea about the elephant, right, and the blindfolded people for just a second. At first, I reckon this idea actually sounds really nice. It sounds kind of humble, Um, to say that, you know, everyone's all reaching after the same God and all that kind of stuff. But what you need to realise about this example of what it's saying about religion is this. It's actually making a truth claim about religion and about reality itself. It's actually making the most arrogant truth claim of all to say this because this picture is actually saying that there is an ultimate truth and it's not a spear, it's not a snake, it's not a tree, it's an elephant. It is actually an elephant, isn't it? And everyone who thinks it's this or that is actually wrong. And me as the person looking on at all these silly religious persons, I've worked it out. It is an elephant and they're all just, they're actually wrong. I'm the one who's got the bigger picture on this stuff. And so for the person who says all religions are just different paths to the same God, different ways to that same person, um, that's actually incredibly arrogant to say that. To say that I've got the clear picture. Everyone else out there is wrong. And I can see it for what it really is. It's an elephant. And so I want to suggest that's actually a pretty arrogant thing to say. And it is actually putting yourself over all the other world religions. Because no world religion thinks that all religions are the same, right? So no one who actually follows the teachings of Islam is saying, yeah, yeah, all religions lead to the same place. No one's saying that about Buddhism who's actually a Buddhist who follows Buddhist teaching. So for the person who comes along and looks at all these religions and goes, don't worry guys, I've got to figure it out. You're all chasing after the same God and you've just got different parts of him. That's actually saying to the people from those religions, you've got it wrong and I've got it right. Because they're making an ultimate truth claim that says God is like this and not like these other religions. And you're saying, no, no, your religion's just the same as everyone else. So it's putting yourself over the rest of the world's religions. It's an incredibly arrogant thing to say. And the other thing to note is actually this, by doing that, by making this claim, you're actually making an ultimate truth claim anyway. You're saying the bottom line is, that there is an elephant, I can see it for what it is, and all the world religions are all searching for that one God, so you're actually claiming to see reality with a particular truth. You're actually claiming an ultimate truth anyway, so you're not You're not actually being nice and helping everyone get along. You're making an ultimate truth claim and saying your way is right. Okay. This idea about all religions being basically the same, it seems like a nice thing to say, but actually when you press into it, it's... (laughs) um, Very quickly it falls apart. It doesn't really hold up. When you actually look at what religions say about themselves, they're just not saying the same thing. They're not all different paths to the one God. They're different, separate claims about what God is actually like. Now, Jesus actually kind of goes one step further, though. He, he, he does more than just show that all religions aren't basically the same. Uh, 
Jesus actually goes on to pretty much claim Christianity is the only one true answer to who God is. He says it's the only right religion. Jesus is a pretty black and white guy. He's not just a friendly guy. Check out this verse up on the screen here. Jesus says that I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Jesus here isn't just simply saying other religions are different. He's actually saying that Christianity is the only right way to God. And Jesus says, if anyone tries to get to God, if anyone wants to know God, to follow to Him, to have relationship with Him, well, it must be through Jesus. He's actually claiming something huge. That's a very big claim. Now, what do you do with that? What are we supposed to do with that? Well, for starters, we can't just claim that all religions are basically the same. When you see what Jesus is saying here, you've got to say either Jesus is the only way to God or he's definitely wrong, right? It can't be that Jesus was right, but then someone else over here was right, because he's saying, I am the only way that is right. So the only way he is right is if every other way is wrong. Okay, so we can't just say that they're all the same, but, I mean, what do we do with that? How do we know if Christianity is the only way? What's so special about Christianity? How do we know it's the right religion? Well, that's where we're headed for the rest of the talk. And here's, here's the second thing I want us to, to think about, it, and it's this. Christianity is unique among all the religions of the world because you can test it. You can actually test it. See, imagine if I told you guys this. Imagine if I said, you know what, last night I had a dream. I had a dream that I was snowboarding and I was listening to Rihanna on my headphones. And as I was doing that, I was just like going down a hill and I was really good at snowboarding, Right? but there was a bear chasing me down this hill the whole time. And it's like in the background, it's chasing me and chasing me. And I didn't even know it was there. Scary stuff, right? If I had a dream like that. Freaky, right? It was a scary dream. Here's the thing, right? How would you know if that was true, that I had that dream? You can't really get at my claim to have had a dream about being chased by a bear. You can't tell me that's true or not true. It's kind of a thing that's happened within my own head. So you can't disprove it or prove it. It's just a thing that happened in my own head when I was alone. Most religions are a little bit like that, a little bit like that. So, Buddhism is a set of teaching that says how you should live your life, right? It's hard to know whether the person Buddha was actually a real historical person who existed or if it's just some sort of a tradition that's trickled down, right? But for Buddhism, they don't, that Buddhists don't really even mind about that. The point is, it's a philosophy of how you should live. They say it's the right way to live, it's a good way to live, give it a go and you'll see. It's hard to prove that right or wrong, it's a philosophy. Islam was founded by a guy, um, Muhammad, and they call him the Prophet Muhammad. And while Muhammad was alone in a cave on his own, the claim is that God spoke to him. While he was in there on his own, he heard God speak. So God reveals himself to Muhammad and Muhammad goes, that's good stuff, God, and he writes it down in this thing called the Quran. Now, did Muhammad exist? Absolutely, 100%. He conquered half the world with his armies, right? He's a historical figure. Did he write the Quran? It seems like he probably did. Did God speak to him when he was alone in that cave getting that word from God? Well, the only person who was there was Muhammad. So that's pretty hard to disprove or prove. You just kind of got to take his word for it. Christianity is different to that. 
It's very different. Jesus came into a world like the man Muhammad, uh, he came in, but he came and he claimed things about himself. He claimed that he didn't just hear from God, he claimed to be God. He claimed that he was the only way to know God as well. Um, and not only did he claim big things, he actually did huge things. He did the sort of things that God would do if he turned up in our world. So publicly, he did miracles. Most incredibly of all, the claim of Christianity is that he died and then bodily rose from the dead and repeatedly publicly appeared to people showing himself to be God. So Christianity is very different from a claim to have heard from God alone in a cave or a claim that this is a nice philosophy of how to live. It's actually a claim that a man who was God turned up in a well, died and rose again and presented himself to the world. That's the claim of Christianity. And Christianity pretty much hangs everything on this claim that Jesus rose from the dead. So open your Bibles to um, that passage that was read out for us. We're not going to spend a whole time in it, but I want to show you something there. Come to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 again. And and what we're looking at here is what the Apostle Paul says about Jesus' resurrection from the dead. Pick it up in verse 14. He says this, If Christ has not been raised... Our preaching is useless, and so, Christians, is your faith. More than that, we have found to be false witnesses about God, we're liars about God, because we've testified that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Paul is the guy who busted his gut, he poured out his whole life telling people about this man Jesus, and he's basically saying, if he didn't rise from the dead... Man, what a fool I am. I've wasted my life. Your faith is a waste of time. I've just been a liar. Uh, And then more than that, look at verse 17. Look at what he says there. He says, and if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you're still in your sins. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, then Christians have no reason to think they're forgiven of their sins. And finally, look down at verse 18. He says, and then those who have fallen asleep, that means died in Christ, they're lost. They're not going to be resurrected for heaven or for hell. They're they're lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we of all people should be pitied. If Jesus didn't rise from the dead, you guys are a bunch of losers. If you're a Christian, you're an absolute fool, wasting your life. Here on a Friday night when you could be off doing doing something fun. I don't know what you want to do, right? Maybe you're just here because it's fun. Maybe it's fun. But You're wasting your life, ultimately. At least you're wasting your life on Sunday night, that's for sure. Nothing fun going on there. (laughs) That church is also good. Imagine church wasn't good. You're wasting your life if Jesus didn't rise. Christianity sticks its neck out, right? And it kind of places its head on the chopping block of history and says, prove me wrong. It doesn't make a private claim that you can't get it. It publicly claims to have happened in a time and place with a man publicly with witnesses there it claims that Jesus is God and that he did it he backed it up that claim by the things that he did Christianity actually makes itself vulnerable okay it says come and test me prove me wrong poke around check out the evidence for yourself and you can Christianity actually is a little bit more like this 
a little bit more like this. So remember my dream from before where I'd been chased by a bear or whatever? Actually, this apparently did happen. And so the, Nick Christophori saw it when I was telling my dream. Nick's like, this is a real thing. Me and Em watched this this week. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if this is true, right? But this went up a while ago. This girl posted a video of herself snowboarding down this hill listening to Rihanna. I don't even know what a Rihanna is, right? And in the background, you can see this bear chasing this girl down the hill as she snowboards, completely oblivious because she's got her headphones on. It's a hectic video. Now, did it really happen? I don't know. Maybe it was a fake, maybe it wasn't. You can watch the next YouTube after this one to see if it is or not. But the claim that she makes means she's given us enough info that we can actually test this thing. She claims that it happened at a popular ski resort in Japan, tells us where it happens. You can see in the video the type of bear that's chasing her. And so you can go like, do these bears live in this area of Japan? All that kind of stuff. She she, she puts a name to it. She publicly owns it. She says it happened in a place where you might be able to check it out with witnesses. There's footage, all this kind of stuff. My dream about being chased by a bear down a hill, you can't test if that happened or not. But you can with something like this when you kind of publicly own it and nail it down to a time and place in history and say, this happened there, check out, the, check out the facts. Christianity is unique because you can test it, unlike any other religion. It makes claims, and if the evidence isn't there, prove it wrong. You can do that. The only problem is no one ever has. No one has ever been able to discredit the resurrection of Jesus. The evidence for Jesus' resurrection is overwhelming. Now, Mike talked a little bit about some of this last week, I believe. I wasn't here. I don't have time to talk about that evidence now. But I will say this. We're going to cover that exact topic next week at Jesus Uncut. So if you don't believe me, come to Jesus Uncut next week and we can talk about it there. We we will have time then. Christian is unique because you can test it. Now... I should have flagged this at the start. If you guys, I think we'll have a little, a real short question time at the end of this talk. So if you do have questions, pop your hand up and you can ask them. But we're not going to do many because I don't want to go for too long. But even more significant than that, that you can test it, here's the final thing we've got to catch tonight. And this is the best thing you'll hear all night, all year, all life. Here it is. Christianity is unique because of grace. That is what makes Christianity unique. See, every other religion in the world is based on your performance what you do, how good you are, all that kind of stuff. Islam has this thing called the five pillars of Islam, five ways of living. If you do them, Allah might accept you. If you don't, he definitely won't. That's Islam. Buddhism has karma, uh, which people like to think is like a real nice thing, like karma. It's kind of cool to talk about karma. But karma is brutal, absolutely brutal. I don't know if you ever thought about this. It says if you live rightly, you get reincarnated and have a good life. If you live badly, then your next life's going to suck. What karma says is that person who's got cancer, that's because they deserved it. That person born with a disability, that's their fault. Karma's a brutal way of thinking about life, but it's based on your performance. All the other religions are about what we do. Christianity is about what Jesus has done. Check out this last verse up on the screen here. This is the beauty, this is the glory of Christianity right here. It says, it's by grace you have been saved through faith. Grace is an undeserved free gift. And notice he specifically says, it's not about what you do. He says, and this is not from yourselves, it's the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. That is Christianity. 
grace. Grace is like reverse Santa. Yeah, I was thinking about this this week. Santa generally gets a pretty good rap, right? People think he's a pretty nice guy and all that kind of stuff. But have you ever th- stopped to think about Santa? Have you ever paid close attention to the lyrics of Santa Claus is coming to town? Some messed up stuff in that. Listen to this. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. They're cracking down on crying. <laughs> better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. This guy sounds like bad news. He's bringing the heat. <laughs> He's making a list, he's checking it twice, he's going to find out who's naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making lists, he's cracking skulls. Um, he's, get this, he sees you when you're sleeping. Whoa! Santa's freaky. He knows when you're awake, he knows when you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Santa's terrifying, right? He's this supernatural guy who watches you while you sleep, make lists about you, and then gives you coal if you're naughty at the end of Christmas. I, I actually, like, and, and the, the thing is, like, there's no 10-year-olds who are actually good, so everyone should be getting coal, which, you know, I just once I'd love to wrap up a lump of coal, give it to my kids, and just watch what happens at Christmas, but... <laughs> It's fun to make fun of Santa, right? But the, the basic idea is there, if you're bad, you get bad. If you're good, you get good. Behave, you get in God's good books. Um, that's how every religion functions. You get what you deserve. Jesus is completely different. Jesus comes, he lays his life down on the cross. He takes our punishment for our sin on himself. We're saved by grace as a gift of God so that it does not depend on you. (laughs) It's not about what you do. Christianity is unique because it's the only religion you can can test, sure. And there's good evidence for that, right? That it's the only religion you can test and you can check that out. But man, Christianity for me is the only religion that I even want to be true. From the evidence, it looks like the one that is true, but I don't want any other religion to be true because I know how sinful I am. I know that if it were up to me and my performance, I wouldn't cut it in any other religion. But with Jesus, I'm not a lost cause. My failure isn't going to exclude me because it's by grace. And guys, if you haven't accepted this gift of grace in Jesus, there's nothing better than it. It really is the best thing. If you chase down God and pursue other religions in all these other ways, you're going to be met by a bunch of rules... And you're going to do your best and and hope that's enough. Jesus offers assurance. He says, you are forgiven. Trust in me. It's done. So you can know you're going to be with God and you can have relationship with him. Guys, that's what's on offer tonight and any night you want to come back to God and trust Jesus. That's what's on offer. And the awesome thing is, that's an offer for anyone. Because it's not based on what you do. So it doesn't matter how sinful you are, how bad you've been so far, or how far you feel like you are from God, because it's not about what you do, every single person in this room qualifies to come back to God. You just need to trust Him and be forgiven in Him. Come back to God. Guys, if you want to do that tonight, I reckon the best thing you can do is find a leader or find another Christian here who you trust and talk to them and say, hey, how do I do that? How do I become a Christian? How do I come back to God? They can talk you through that and would love to pray with you about that. That's what makes Christianity unique though. (laughs) You can test it, sure, and it's by grace. Let's pray.
Father God, um, we thank you so much um, for the Lord Jesus. We thank you that although you didn't owe it to us, you've been so gracious to us in the way you've um, revealed yourself to us. You've made yourself so clear and plain and obvious. Uh, We thank you for the resurrection and the assurance that gives us that Jesus is who we claim to be and the assurance that gives us about our future resurrection as well. And we thank you, Lord, that the terms by which we come to you is grace. We thank you that it's not about what we do, it's about what Jesus has done. Lord, I want to pray for people here tonight who are still on the fence about this stuff. I pray that they wouldn't be lazy when it comes to checking out the evidence for themselves and really thinking deeply about this. I pray that they'd chase it down because it matters deeply. Uh, And I pray that they'd be persuaded and I pray that they'd be saved by your grace. Amen.